Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. This is the Impact Exposure. I want to thank you for joining us tonight's show. Uh, we have a, a great theme for the entire show tonight. Uh, we're talking all about Green Week, which is coming up. Actually, it's going on right uh, as I speak, uh, all this week, well into the weekend as well. Uh, we're having different groups on from uh, all over campus, folks from the Student Greenhouse Project, uh, Students for Economic Justice, Meeting of the Minds, ECO, lots more. The first four I just mentioned are here with me in studio right now. Uh, I want to thank you all for, for joining us. So we have uh, Nikki, as I mentioned, with the Student Greenhouse Project, uh, Jen with uh, Students for Economic Justice, Rebecca with Meeting of the Minds, and uh, Sean with ECO. Is it ECO or ECO? I'm, it is ECO. It is ECO. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure I had that down. Now, uh, why don't we go around? Nikki, we'll start with you. Uh, the Student Greenhouse Project, of course, one of the groups that's involved with Green Week. What What is your role and what is uh, the SGP all about? Okay, SGP, and I'm chairperson, so I guess I'm supposed to speak eloquently, right? Of course. Well, okay, so we're trying to get a greenhouse built on campus, and that's what we are. Um, there's a lot of details about that I can get into, but what do we have to do with Green Week? Well, we kind of had this idea um, as an organization. We started talking to other organizations, and we said, we really need to get all these groups together, and we need to do something as a group because we're all working separately, and we'd probably do a better job if we all worked together. So we started to work with other groups to put together this thing that kind of turned into a very long Earth Day week. So an Earth Week, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now, so what was what was the need for this then? You mentioned, like, we need to get all these groups together. What was the reason for that? Well, because we're all working on our different things, and we're all so busy. We want to get, you know, we want to get a greenhouse built. Someone else wants to, you know, make sure all of our water is clean, and someone's making sure all of these different things are happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we work together, we can help each other, you know, because we're all spread so thin in our schedules. Maybe someone can help somewhere else, and just really network and help each other. Excellent. Now, uh, Jen, you're with Students for Economic Justice. Now, some of these titles I can see, like, you know, Student Greenhouse Project, Green mm-hmm. Week, but what is what is the role of Students for Economic Justice? Well, what we try to do is we're a group and we're fighting for, like, workers' rights, like, mm-hmm. for people in other countries, for people in this country. We're just doing what we can as college students to help, like, causes with unions overseas and unions in America. So is that... R- is there a specific industries you tend to work more with, like agriculture or anything like that, or is um, it just we, in general? We cover like most industries. Right now, we're focused like with Coca-Cola because of their business practices, or, and we're uh, helping with the boycott that was called from Colombia because of the murder of union workers, and that's like what we're focused on right now is trying to like uh, cut the contract with Michigan State and Coca-Cola. Hmm. So that we might like kind of like give them a little bit of a jab in the side. Sure. Now that's always kind of an interesting subject for, for me personally. Is just that when you have these major label, uh, you know, corporations. You know, Nike, of course, has has, has felt mm-hmm. this too with you know sweatshop labor and then you know college campuses. You know, being involved with that corporation. How how has that gone with with this uh, raising awareness about the, the Coca Cola issue? Um, well, this has been going on for like a couple of years. Like, I just got to Michigan State, so I'm just learning like the ropes of the whole like campaign that's going on. But it's been going on because Coca Cola has been claiming that they're going to schedule like uh, they're going to do an investigation of the practices that are going on, and they've been saying this is going to be happening for like two or three. They've been saying this is going to happen for like many years, and it hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet. So we're like. So and and just for the folks that aren't familiar, what exactly is the issue that that your group has with Coca Cola? Well, Coca Cola has union people trying to organize unions in Colombia have been killed, and Coca Cola has been polluting water in India and Mexico and giving like toxic byproducts to the farmers in India. And India is a totally agricultural like. That's all. The, that's where the money comes from. So mm-hmm. it's really killing them. I see. So, so obviously, an, an issue like that that focuses on you know issues of the environment definitely tying in with, with, tie with, with, with Greenway. Green yeah. Excellent. Well, now, uh, Rebecca, uh, you're with Meeting of the Minds, and I have to be, admit my, my ignorance on this one. I'm not familiar with Meeting of the Minds. What's uh, that all about? We're actually a young group. Okay. Uh, we started about a year ago, and uh, we work throughout the community. We have events where we pick a topic that affects our community, whether it be gay rights, um, renewable energy, or working with the Student Greenhouse Project. We go throughout the community, find the organizations, businesses, people that work on that topic, bring them all together so that we can put on the event and also bring in local artists, uh, whether it be musicians, poets, to liven up the event because nobody wants to go to a forum and just hear 
people speaking. So mm-hmm. we try to keep their interest. And the um, artists that we've had are interested in these topics. So they all tie together. Yeah. So do you, have, do you have artists lined up for Green Week then? Yes, we do. We've got a couple local bands and then some from Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids that are... Cool. And anyone by name you can uh, you can yeah. drop a, a plug for? Yeah. we um, Our lineup is we have Braden, Origin of Fate, Leonard Spearchucker, Lauren Morrell, and Fractal. Excellent. Now, what, what, sort of, uh, what sort of acts are we looking at here? These are all different genres. Mm-hmm. We wanted to bring in listeners from all these genres in to support the Student Greenhouse Project and you know, make everybody aware of what's going on. And we thought having somebody from each different genre, whether it be rap or rock or jazz blues, have them all come in and get organized. Sure. So you, you got know, a pretty to... diverse selection there. Yeah. So now the, the folks that you're bringing in, are they, do they typically have more of a socially conscious angle to their <clears> music <throat> or is it just folks that you thought, you know, this is a good sound. I want to get this out here. Um, both. They were interested in what the topic was and, they all sound very good. Very cool. Now, yeah. now where did you where did you to find uh, most of these folks? Just word of mouth? Uh, well, we some of them we know. Other ones we've gone to local shows and we've asked them to participate or they've shown interest in our event or they've uh, been at our events. And so it's just networking throughout the you know the artist community. Excellent. So sort of uh, you scratch my back, I'll scratch exactly. yours. Kind of. Excellent. Exactly. Very cool. Now, uh, Sean, our, our fourth representative here from from Eco. Uh, now we we run a little PSA every so often for Eco as well, uh, as well as the the Green Week here. But uh, go ahead and tell folks what Eco is all about and what your role in uh, in Green Week is. Uh, well, Wes, the long name for Eco is MSU Students for Sustainability, and in a lot of ways that is what we do. We try to um, make both this campus and the world as a whole as sustainable as we can to Mm -hmm. make it so future generations will be able to live as happily as we live here. Um, And a lot of the big issues that we deal with include um, global warming, which is a big one, and a lot of the people who are in eco, Mm -hmm. and um, deforestation and desertification around the world. Um, We do our best to... um, get this campus to be more environmentally aware and to get the student body to care more about issues that we feel are um, the primary um, issue of our generation that we need to address. And a lot of people don't seem to care as much as they probably should. Sure. Well, now you mentioned that sustainability is sort of the core of your group. Uh, A friend of mine was was mentioning recently saying that, uh, you know, people think that, uh, you know, like organic, you know, definitely, you know, a big buzzword as far as, you know, food products go. And then local is is becoming even Mm -hmm. bigger. Uh, She was saying, you know, like sustainability is the new local. Like, how do you feel about that? Do you feel that sustainability is definitely where we should be putting our efforts as far as, you know, food and agriculture and all that? Well, um... I think that the words organic, the word organic, is a word that ties closely into sustainability mm-hmm. because those buzzwords um, are important topics that can help to contribute to sustainability. So, I guess to answer your question, yes, um, our efforts should be put towards sustainability because I mean you can imagine not being sustainable means that eventually we're going to have a major disaster on mm-hmm. our hands and. We can all pretty much agree that avoiding major disasters is a good focus. To I think have. that's something to work toward. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Well, now, now uh, looking down the, the schedule of events here for, for Green Week, and uh, you know, this is for for anyone that wants to, to join in on this. Just kind of looking down the things that we've got going, and it's uh, really a busy week. Uh, you know, of course, after today, your your uh, appearance here on the Impact Exposure uh, tomorrow, a uh, there's a Red Cross blood drive over at the MSU Union in the Lake Superior Room, uh, third floor. Uh, pretty much all day, ten to four. Uh, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., excuse me. Uh, now, how does the, the Red Cross tie in with this? Uh, Nikki, why don't you go ahead and address that All right. That one. Well, that's actually something that's kind of the Student Greenhouse Project event oh. that we've decided to do. We actually decided to do something that wasn't just environment because, yes, environment is very important. It's obviously very, very important. Absolutely. But at the same time, environment doesn't necessarily just mean nature. It also means the people, and it's this is something that's helping the public, helping the community. Hmm. So it's not just let's get involved and pick up some trash. It's let's get involved and maybe, you know, help people and do what we can. And that was our goal. Well, it sounds like, uh, you know, helping the environment helps people. And, of course, this is another direct way of doing that. So, yeah, that certainly makes sense. Uh, looking down the, the list uh, for, for Wednesday as well, uh, there's a screening of, um, and I believe this is one of uh, one of your uh, groups uh, or your 
uh, events, Sean, uh, the eco movie, uh, Crude Awakening, the Oil Crash. What uh, what's the the film all about? Um, well, the film is basically a brief overview of the history of oil around the world and how it was discovered and developed exponentially, and how it's essentially the cornerstone of in the industrial age. And then also addresses the major issue that we've already reached um, our worldwide peak of discovery of new oil sources. And on top of that, um, we are going to soon, it's predicted, reach mm -hmm. our peak of production. So that's going to create a lot of issues worldwide for industry, and um, a lot of economic disasters could come out of it. And the point of showing this as it relates to Eco and Green Week is to really emphasize the importance of um, driving towards alternative, clean energy sources now so that we can attempt to alleviate the potential oil crash mm -hmm. that seems to be on the horizon. Now, uh, just sort of fortuitous, I did happen to see this just the other day. Uh, you know, I didn't expect that you guys would be showing it, so it's uh, kind of a lucky break. But uh, in the movie, they, they do talk about you know, different sources of, of alternative energy, you know, which we're hearing a lot about the news, uh, you know, ethanol and, and uh, you know, hydrogen, you know, mixed fuels and all that. Now, I mean, I'm, I hear you know, pluses for, and minuses for both. Uh, what, what, what's your take on that? I mean, what do you see as the most viable alternative energy source? Um, Personally, and I don't want to sway anybody's decision too much, but I have a bias towards wind energy and solar energy. So now, now, why is that? Um, why is that? I think there are a lot of um, hidden environmental costs behind things like biofuels, um, and those costs are alleviated through the use of like wind energy and solar energy. Because in order to um, in order to use biofuels, that involves clearing land and planting plants and getting those plants through to production. I'm not saying that biofuels can't help, mm -hmm. but I'm saying that um, wind energy is probably the one that I personally like the most. Now, do you see it as a more of a multi-prong approach, like we need uh, you know, wind for this and, and solar for that and you know, biofuels for this purpose? Is it sort of a, a more of a multi-end solution? Yes, I think that um, if every alternative energy technology is developed fully and thoughtfully, then all of them can play an important part in the green revolution. Certainly, and, and, and sort of putting to bed the, uh, the oil that we've been, mm -hmm. uh, as, as our own president admitted, addicted to uh, for so long. Um, now, kind of going down the list some more, uh, there's uh, uh, Thursday, uh, September 27th, uh, 7.30 p.m. in uh, 147 Calm Arts, uh, Mountaintop Removal Presentation. Uh, this one's uh, from the Office of Camp Sustainability. Uh, do uh, any of you have any role with this one? or? We're not actually involved with it. No there, okay. I think there is someone else here who will be. Okay. Um, so I'll leave that to them okay, because certainly. they'll do a much better job of it than we will. Not a problem. Yeah, just for, the, for those of you who are listening, we will be having more guests coming on throughout the, uh, throughout the night uh, from various student groups, different ones sponsoring different events. So we will touch on that one uh, soon, which it, it's a, it sounds like a fascinating subject. I'm curious to learn more about that. Uh, now, Jen, is there, was there uh, one that uh, Students for Economic Justice is, is putting their weight behind? Uh, one event that's going on? Yeah. Well, the biggest thing we have is uh, on Saturday there's going to be the environmental fair, and we're going to have a booth there just so people can come and see, like, the Coca-Cola environmental disasters that they're helping take part of. And hopefully if people care... Obviously, people care about the environment. Sure. They might like be interested in what we have to say about that. Now, the environmental fair, uh, a lot of booths. I'm, I'm assuming you mentioned you'll have one there. Is that, uh, is that how it's going to be set up, like a sort of get to know the environment at your near campus sort of thing? Or? I'll let you answer that. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure everybody's familiar with Party at the Otter, or no, I think this year was called Sparticipation. We don't want to talk about parties here at MSU. It's a Sparticipation. Sparti yes, Sparticipation. <laughs> um, well, it's kind of like that, but it's smaller, of hmm. course. Um, I think we're looking at between 15 and 20 groups that'll be there, and we're hoping to do something very similar to that with flyers and ads and maybe having um, some little turtles in a turtle pen wandering around and nice. <laughs> fun things like that. Just to kind of, it'll be a fair in the truest sense of it. You go around, you look at things, you can, um, there will be different things to, to do and just to talk to people. I mean, it's networking. Cool. Now, now what sort of groups can people expect to, to find there? Well, we're hoping to have a pretty wide array. We're hoping to have the Herps Club which is um, like reptiles and amphibians mm. for those who don't know. 
we're hoping to have, of course, the groups we have here, ECO and SEJ and Meeting of the Minds. We're also hoping, of course, the Student Greenhouse Project, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. And why am I drawing a blank right now? <laughs> because you're know. on air, of course. Of course, uh, yeah, it's just, because I'm on the air. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, well, of course, we'll, also, we'll have um, MSSC mm-hmm. there. And... I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> well, if anything pops in your mind, feel free to you just uh, you know throw that one out, throw them out there because uh, you know, like you said, twenty student groups at least. It's uh, you know fifteen to twenty. I think you said. To yeah, 20. that's uh, definitely a great way to get some information about what's going on on campus as far as you know Green Week and, and beyond. Really. Um, now, a question I had for you: You mentioned that uh, you know it's a student greenhouse project, something that you're really interested in, of course, getting greenhouses on campus. Now. Uh, Pardon my ignorance on this one, too, but don't we already have greenhouses? Okay, then I should explain that a little better. We do have a few greenhouses, but they're not greenhouses like we want to build. We want to build one that's not just for educational purposes. Right now, the ones that are on campus, you can't really go into and just kind of hang out under a tree. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. They're educational. They're controlled areas, and they're research facilities. They're not let's-go-play-in-the-garden type greenhouses. We're looking at a biodome, something you can go in, you can enjoy, and so we want to build something and bring something back. Because there used to be one like that where you could go in and just kind oh, of look around. We used to have one, and oh. then it was removed for several reasons, um, <laughs> a lot of it being instability and uh, unsound structure. But uh, So now, so what, how would this one differ from that one? Now, obviously more secure, but, but what else? Well, we're hoping that it'll be for students, by students, so it'll be maintained. Oh. And it'll it's designed by students. There was a design competition to design it, you know, back when the project first started. And it'll be completely um, approved by the university. They'll, we're going through working with them to get everything okayed. So it'll be a legitimate building. It can stick around. It'll be maintained by students. It'll and it'll have lots of benefits. It, it'll just be hopefully absolutely wonderful once it's done. Which <laughs> Educational it will and happen. fun. Excellent. Well, Educational and fun, actually, yes. So what, what's the status on that right now? Right now we're working on getting a study done because that's one of the big the big mile markers. We've got to get past that. And as soon as we get past that, then we can take some final steps. So then you propose it to the school and then they exactly. weigh on that, I suppose. <laughs> Pretty much. So what, what sort of timetable are you looking for? I mean, assuming things, you know, the study completes... It's it's proposed. When would we begin to see construction on this? Or maybe I'm looking too far into the future on that. I think that. that might be looking a little okay. far. The study, t- it, I mean, it depends on how long the study takes. Okay. If the study takes, you know, six months, and then we can get it approved by the end of the year, it'll be up by next year. Oh, wow. But it's, you know, it's a big issue of, a of when. Cause, well, because there's, it depends on when you submit it. Right. And then it has to be talked over. So it's it's a lot of... It's dicey. It's Excellent. really dicey. It depends exactly on when things get finished. Well, it sounds like a really important project. I'm sure. I mean, I know we've got a lot of other. Like you mentioned, yeah, there's some greenhouses on campus. There's, you know, the the, the gardens and everything as well. But uh, yeah, it's a great. Sounds like a great way to get folks involved in what's going on. And we're really hoping that this can be part of the 2020 vision plan that's been going on. I'm sure everybody's heard about the whole green space and the whole. I think Shaw Lane is kind of half of it's going to be disappearing and turning a lot of those parking lots into green space. Well, I think this would be a lot more interesting than, you know, a lawn or a right, garden. Right. Yeah, certainly something that will give back. Be I green mean, all year. Lawns are great, but, yeah, I think we can get more out of a, out of a big green, a biodome, excuse me. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, now, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm leaving Rebecca out here. Uh, meeting of the Minds, uh, what, what is it you, you folks are most involved with as far as Green Week is concerned? Um, our main focus was on the concert. Oh, okay, right. Um, Student Greenhouse Project, we worked with them during the spring helping to put on their concert, and then they wanted to do a fall Green Week also, and um, we hopped right on the bandwagon as soon as we could. And, of course, that concert uh, over at uh, Erickson Kiva, uh, 7 p.m. until midnight. Uh, we, I have down five different artists, and, of course, we just uh, yes. mentioned uh, what sort of uh, music you can experience, but, of course, uh, definitely a diverse selection there. Uh, now, are you folks also going to be at the Environmental Fair on Saturday? Yes, we will. Excellent. We will have a booth there also. Now, one question I had for you, we were just mentioning about uh, what Meeting of the Minds is all about. Mm-hmm. You said that you, you get together and decide what is, what's a, a critical issue facing, yes. facing stu- students here at MSU, or is it East um, Lansing? Or? We do the whole community. We're made up of students from MSU and LCC. Okay. Uh, so we're more community-based than just with the college. I see. Um, our focus is to get the whole community involved, just not students and or younger people. We want everybody right. because the communities, all age groups, not just students. Sure, and these things affect everybody. So Correct. That, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Uh, when you when you get together to decide what issue you're going to focus on, is, is this a year-long thing? Is it just a until we decide to move, or what's your, um, what's your plan? We started out doing monthly ones. Oh. Um, that got 
we weren't able to put on events that we felt were good, what sure. we could potentially get out of them. So we stretched it out further. Um, over the summer, we worked with another uh, local group uh, called Ravens Volunteer Service. It supplies volunteers to the local music festivals. <clears throat> and then we're working with Student Greenhouse Project, and then we plan on start starting to do our events in the fall. So we're actually looking at more doing our events in the fall when there's less festivals and less things going on outside where we could get more people, more... Um, now I'm drawing a blank. Thanks, Nikki. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> Don't blame me. I didn't do it. <laughs> but we can get more people involved Certainly. during the fall. So what what is it that attracted your group to, to this in particular? Um, well, I've always been kind of environmental, you mm -hmm. know, green, and uh, we thought that it was a very good project. I mean, I remember going to the Blutter Butterfly House, and then when they took that down, right. you don't really have any place to go now besides the gardens, right, which right. are you know, seasonal. Right. <laughs> so. so is there something about Green Week or just the environmental issue in particular that sort of outweighed You mentioned earlier, you know, gay rights and, mm -hmm. and various other social issues. Was there something about this that, that well, weighed I mean, out? I have kids too, and I, you know, I want them to be able to go walk through trees and grass, and right, right. hopefully their kids will be able to do that. And I don't want, you know, it's something being environmentally friendly is pretty important. To Absolutely. Me. And it's, and it seems like it's catching on too. This is something mm -hmm. I've sort of noticed that, uh, it's, it's gone from just sort of this, uh, you know, thing we all, oh, yeah, we all need to recycle. Well, blah, 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 to mm -hmm. actually getting real attention from, you know, not, I don't want to say folks that matter, but I mean, you know, legislators and, and, and the media and things like that, it definitely seems to be catching on. Well, that too. And also if anybody does have kids teaching them how to recycle, I, mean, I take my kids to the recycle center and show them how to recycle things, and they're going to be the ones who carry it on. Also, mm -hmm. yeah, and I remember just one thing that you can do. I remember uh, I have folks that are they're listening that are, you know, roughly equivalent to my age. Of course, I was I remember fourth grade getting the uh, you know fifty things kids can do to save the mm -hmm. earth, and yeah, just thinking like, oh, this is you know, like you're really excited. I mean, you can get kids involved in things, mm -hmm. you know, gardening even just a simple way to really get involved pretty just, pretty yeah, easily. Something so this, small. Yeah, yeah, and and this series of events sounds like a great way to to do that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we're going to take a short break in a moment moment here. we got some other folks involved in Green Week coming in in just a moment, but I do want to thank uh, Nikki, Jen, Rebecca, and Sean for, for joining us, telling us all about uh, the groups that they're involved with. And uh, Oh, and Nikki, uh, I believe you have a list of groups that will be uh, attending the uh, environmental fair before we go. Yeah, I'm sorry to the groups that I drew a blank on. I apologize. <laughs> so let me go over this one more time. We will have ECO. We will have Students for Economic Justice, Meeting of the Minds, F's, Herps Club, Into the Streets, MSSC, Student Greenhouse Project, and there are others, but unconfirmed as of yet. Excellent. Well, it sounds like a great lineup so far. So uh, lots of stuff going on all week. We'll get you back to talk about more of that after these short messages. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now... Back to exposure, and we are back, continuing to talk about Green Week. We're just speaking with uh, Nikki from the Student Greenhouse Project, as well as Jen with uh, the SEJ, Rebecca with Meeting of the Minds, and Sean with Eco. We're uh, not really switching gears; uh, still talking about Green Week with uh, just uh, a new cast of characters here. Speaking with uh, Justin from uh, MSU Into the Streets, Maggie from the Eco Food and Farm Stewardship, and uh, Virginia and Jerry here also with the uh, Student Greenhouse Project. Uh, thanks everyone for being here. Thank you. And uh, so now I, I've found that uh, there's different student groups uh, that are they're sort of throwing their weight behind different uh, uh, different events all throughout Green Week. Uh, now MSU into the streets. Uh, go ahead and give us a little bit of idea what that's about and and what your role in Green Week is. 
Uh, basically, MSU Under the Streets is a community service organization here on campus. Uh, we advocate community service by providing students with thoughtful and meaningful volunteer opportunities in the area. Um, basically, our role with uh, the service day that we're going to be hosting on Sunday is uh, we're facilitating the event as well as uh, hosting volunteers and coordinating the event the whole day. Mm -hmm. um, basically, we'll just be having uh, kids coming out to the site and we'll be doing a park cleanup. So we'll be doing uh, composting and spreading mulch as well as spreading uh, newsletters all over to all the neighbors and all the residents of the area. So if folks want to get involved in that, just uh, just show up? Is right. that all that needs to be done? Right. Uh, basically, we're going to be meeting at Green River Cafe mm -hmm. that Sunday morning. Uh, breakfast will be served from 7.30 to 8.30 in the morning, and we'll be leaving around 8.30 from Green River Cafe, which yep. is on Mac Avenue. And I'm assuming uh, no no prior mulch experience necessary? No, definitely not necessary. <laughs> just a, just uh, helpful, a but not necessary. <laughs> okay. no. Excellent. Now, uh, Maggie with the uh, eco... Uh, sorry, um, I, I just butchered the name, didn't I? Uh, no, that's right. The it's eco the ecological, ecological Food and Farm Stewardship. That's it. Exactly. Okay, sorry about that. F's for short. I think I can remember that a little mm -hmm. easier. Uh, go ahead and give us an idea about what your group's all about and uh, what your role in Green Week is. The Ecological Food and Farm Stewardship is a student group that came from the Michigan Sustainable Agriculture Network, um, which was started almost a decade ago here on campus. And EFS is basically an organization that's devoted to um, sharing knowledge on campus about sustainable agriculture, about sustainable food systems or local food systems and also organic farming methods. Mm -hmm. um, and we also support the student organic farm and um, letting people know about that on campus. That's We're all pretty closely associated with the organic farm, the members, but students from all different disciplines have joined. Makes sense. It sounds like you all sort of have a, an ideology in common among all of you. Actually, I, I think people have a lot of different ideas about um, eating locally, and we have learned that there are as many ways to farm organically as there are farmers, but I think we do share um, a value for local food and for community around that, for sure. Well, I've definitely seen it uh, grow, you know, since just since I've been here, and I haven't been here for more than a year, but, uh, you know, with, with the, the farmer's markets going on in different parts of uh, Lansing as well as outside of Lansing and, and everything like that, I've definitely seen a lot more local and, and sustainable food for sale just, just you know, in general. What, what do you attribute that, that rise to? That's a good question. I um, I just started the certificate program at the Student Organic Farm, uh, which is a one-year program at the beginning of the year. And just since then, I have also seen that skyrocketing yeah. interest in local foods and in organic foods. Um, and I think that people are, one, catching on to the fact that food that's been shipped 1,500 miles or across the ocean to get to your table is not as tasty mm -hmm. um, as food that was picked that morning. Sure. Um, I think it's also an experience thing. People want to have the experience of being close to the earth and close to the roots of agriculture. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think that there's a lot of interest in getting back onto the farm and having contact with farms through that. Sure. Well, I remember I spoke with someone who, was, uh, who sells at the uh, Lansing Market here, and the point that they made was that there's something nice about being able to talk to the person that grew the tomatoes that you're buying. And not only that, Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's something, you, uh, a face you can put to, to the put thing you're putting in your body. But not only that, you know, just getting some good information as far as what you're purchasing. You know, like, oh, these would be great in a stew and here's how you can do it, you know, things like that. So yeah. there's definitely a great local angle to that, I think. Food has become a lot about convenience mm -hmm. um, in a lot of the – it's about convenience and cheapness right. um, in a lot of the venues, which is is good in many ways, but – relationship has been um, absent mm -hmm. from food for a while in those venues. And yeah, I think people are definitely rediscovering that. And Absolutely. Now, the thing I was thinking of is the fast food uh, nation tagline for the movie. Uh, there's a reason it only costs a buck. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> so that, like, I think there's a lot of meaning to that. The value of food is um, food produced by people making a, a reasonable living and taking care of the land on which they live, yeah, mm -hmm. that food has a value that is Certainly. more. And people have an interest in making a good product as well. If, you know, if you put some time and effort into growing, you know, great carrots, great lettuce, whatever, what have you, I mean, there's going to be a better product in the end for everybody, I it think. It tastes so. fantastic. Absolutely. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> well, now, uh, Virginia and Jerry, also here with uh, Student Greenhouse Project, we were just speaking with uh, Nikki, one of your uh, fellow Greenhouse Projecteers, I suppose, uh, and she was telling us a lot about what we've got going on, but uh, why don't you give us an idea about some, some things that you're looking forward to, some stuff that you're interested in as far as Green Week is concerned? 
Uh, go ahead and uh, start with you, Virginia, or, or maybe Jerry. <laughs> you guys are go both ahead. looking at each other here. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, some of the very interesting things that are going on is tomorrow we're hosting a blood drive in the MSU, MSU Union on the third floor in the Lake Superior Room. And although that's not really a eco-type thing, it's also but it is a community-type thing, a giving thing that uh, we we feel is important. Um, we go. All of us as activist type people really focus on whatever it is that we are focusing on. Mm -hmm. um, Into the Streets is doing um, some community stuff over in the Allen Street place. And um, AFS is working on the different um, stu student organic farm and um, ecological stuff. But um, when we build the student greenhouse, we're not, we, we aren't looking for any one community service to to happen there we want everybody to be involved in the pro in the project mm -hmm. um that's one of the reasons why the student greenhouse project has taken such an active um, lead in in organizing green week is because even if we can't have the greenhouse now we can still facil facilitate the networking for all of these groups to get together and do something really neat mm -hmm. um so we decided rather than building our beautiful model that we do um, so often that we would try doing a different pro program that reaches out to a different audience than what we would normally do. Um, actually, um, can you tell me the, one, the stuff that Nikki already talked about so I don't repeat? She, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, basically, she did touch on the blood, uh, the Red Cross blood drive, but uh, short of that, oh, and, and as well as the environmental fair, but uh, short of that, we still have sort of an open slate as far as okay. uh, things that the SGP is involved in. Then Becky's probably talked about the concert then. She did talk about the concert, yes. I'm very excited <laughs> about that one. Myself. I am too. Actually, you know, she kind of sold me on that. It definitely yeah. sounds like a lot of great groups coming in. And she's probably talked about the, um, um, Nikki's probably talked about the 5K run, run walk. You know, we didn't actually get to touch on that much, okay. no. All right. So the 5K run walk is going to be taking place on September 29th, mm -hmm. and we're going to be doing a run um, up and around the Red Cedar, and registration for that one is at noon, and the walk will be starting at 1. Okay. And um, it's it's a really neat idea that the Greenhouse Project is helping, actually Green Week is, is holding something like that because um, it brings in a lot of different types of people. Mm -hmm. And the more people that are coming to something like a run, uh, 5K run walk, they'll be able to go right across the odd field and get involved with all the different oh. people that are at the environmental fair. Makes sense. Because there, it begins and ends right outside of the environmental fair. Sort of like how museums end at the gift shop. You can right. uh, just end folks right where the information's at. <laughs> right. So you can just go and see what else is going on because, well... Green Week just hosted this thing, and let's go see what they're about. There sure. it is over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of folks involved with all these different student groups in, in the run walk. Um, well, I certainly hope so. so <laughs> Personally, so, I'll be helping set stuff up. So I won't be doing that. <laughs> involved in one way or another, I suppose. But <laughs> right. uh, yeah, you know, I mean, now that you mentioned that, uh, of course, if, if you've got all these different folks involved along the way, if you're chatting with someone who's involved with, you know, students for economic justice or something, Boom, by the end of it, you can just go right up to their booth and get more info as soon as the, the run walk is over. That sounds like a really smart move to me. Yep. Um, so what else uh, What else uh, are you guys excited about as far as Green Week's concerned? Well, I'm kind of excited that um, that EFS is going to be doing their um, their um, farmer, farmer, what do you call it, the farmer, the produce stand? on. Oh, the stu student organic farm stand? Yeah. On yeah. Thursdays? Thursday. Oh, yeah. 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 In fact, I've been to that. There's always, I, I was kind of surprised. Now, I mean, I don't mean to be offensive about this, but I just like, oh, Student Organic Farm, you know, it's, it doesn't, you know, for me, it just doesn't sold in this great way. But I mean, there's stuff there that I hadn't seen before. I and, mean, you know, it's delicious. I, too. It is. It's fantastic. I got, I remember I bought some peppers and I was sort of blown away that they were this good, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a great stand. I mean, and now you'll have that going on uh, this Thursday as well, I take it. Yeah, the Student Organic Farm Stand will be going uh, from 11 to 5.30 every Thursday through the end of October. Excellent. Now, uh, F's uh, also uh, involved in the uh, raw milk presentation on Friday. Do you happen to know much about that? Yeah, Green Week actually happened to coincide with um, the appearance of a national speaker who's coming to Michigan from California to talk about raw milk. His name is Mark McAfee. And he is a dairy farmer um, who has a large raw milk operation. And 
this is being sponsored um, by a number of people who are interested in um, changing the legal barriers to the sale of raw milk right now in, uh, in Michigan. There are some ways that people, if they choose to have raw milk uh, in their diets, can get it from dairy farmers. Um, and maybe I should define raw milk. I don't so know. I'm, do I'm think? assuming that it's something that's just unpasteurized, like straight from the cow. Is that safe to say? That's that's what raw milk is. So what's the issue there? Um, the issues, which uh, you can learn more about by coming to the talk on Friday. Good um, plug. Yeah. And that, <laughs> um, from what I understand, the issue that people have with raw milk is basically um, a safety issue. Uh, pasteurization is was a a great invention mm -hmm. um, and allowed for people to drink milk that had traveled long distances but had been processed, heated up to kill all of the microorganisms that might do them harm. Um, so that worked really well for people, some people. Mm -hmm. But raw milk uh, has healthy properties that um, people who are fans of it feel have been neglected. Um, that some of the microorganisms living in milk are really good for people hmm. and they're as they're good for the calves who grow up drinking it. Sure. Um, and so if handled properly and safely um, and if handled locally, right. basically, raw milk can be a really good addition to somebody's diet. So what um, Mark McAfee, I believe, is advocating is um, the opportunity for people who choose to consume raw milk um, in any state to be able to do that with relative ease and with proper regulation uh, instead of having there be a, a legal obstacles to it. So that's kind of a new issue for me. I, I hadn't heard of the, the even the term raw milk. That's sort of a, a new one for me. But uh, that, that'll be, of course, being going on uh, this Friday, September 28th, uh, over at the, uh, in the, let's see, I'm just looking over this over here, uh, Mount Hope and Belmont Road uh, over in the uh, Crop and Soil Science Research Building at 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. And, of course, there's even carpool information available. Uh, by emailing uh, wrigh326 at msu.edu. Um, now, the, the raw milk issue, just to touch on that again, you mentioned that the local issue. Is that the reason that it's sort of coming up now, is that we can get more access to local foods and then thus it's safer, I suppose? Is that why it's it's becoming available? Hmm. I think that local foods definitely tie in with raw milk. Um, it, it would be a keystone of creating the opportunity for people to um, eat more locally, being able to get access to the milk. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, now, uh, I don't want to neglect uh, uh, Justin over here at the Into the Streets. We didn't get to touch too much on, on your uh, your service day, but now, you're, you're, which which park is it that you're going to go work at? I just... Well, I should be working in the Allen neighborhood, oh, uh, which is right off Kalamazoo Street. It's right okay. into heading into Lansing, so it's basically on the border of East mm -hmm. Lansing and Lansing. So it's a good location for students to go to if they can't meet with us at uh, Green River Cafe. We'll be cleaning up the Regent Hunter Elizabeth and Foster Parks. Oh, wow. So it's m many parks. Many then. parks in the area. So obviously it's important. There's a lot of kids in the area that look forward to playing in the area. So uh, we want to try and make the park as clean as possible for them and Excellent. hopefully have fun. So now why, why did you uh, decide to p uh, pick this as, as an issue to, to work on? Like Jerry said, I think it's important for as many of the organizations on campus to get involved and work together for the greater good. Mm -hmm. And I think this is just a start to it all. Uh, Into the Streets is always looking to work with lots of different community organizations as well as student groups, so uh, the more people we can get involved, and especially on a campus of this size, there's no reason we can't get as many volunteers as we hope to. Absolutely. Well, I, hope, I wish you luck on that. Now, Thanks. is there a reason for these particular parks? Is there something that, the reason that they need attention? Uh, no, not, not in particular. Okay. Um, it's more of just a location-based location reason as well as being able to show students that there are areas nearby and near campus that they can reach out to and make a difference in. Very cool. Now, um, one other issue here. Now, I noticed that there's on Friday the MSSC Sustainability Summit. Uh, is that one that uh, you folks are involved in, or is that something that we'll have to wait until after the break to hear more about? Uh, the MSSC uh, Sustainability um, Summit is something that's going on all weekend. Mm -hmm. And we did some of our planning and advertising um, to... We, we sort of teamed up with them to do some of our advertising, um, but I don't have a whole lot of information about that. Gotcha. Um, I don't think Justin knows either. Uh, basically, we'll be meeting. I don't have times or anything, actually. I think we do, right? 
Well, the, uh, I noticed that the, the keynote uh, speech is at 7 p.m. and 138 Chemistry. And I, and I know I'm going to butcher the name on this. Um, but the, I don't uh, think I can say it either. No, okay. It's, uh, I'm going to try. Omoyeli Sawari, I'm assuming is... That's is, much better than anyone I, else here. Could yeah, I don't think I could have done it that well. <laughs> That's why I'm running the show, I guess. But uh, yeah, uh, now, uh, is, is that something that your your group's putting on, or is that something that's... That's something uh, the MSSC is putting okay. on. And um, do you, uh, I'm trying to remember what, what he's going to talk about, and I don't remember. Well, I guess that's just going to have to wait till after the break. Then. During the weekend, oh, yeah. there will be a variety of workshops, too. I do know that um, 2F's members are putting on a workshop on organic methods of farming and oh. gardening. So for people who are interested in what the word organic actually refers to in sure. terms of, of farming methods. And how they can apply it to their own farming, I'm sure. That. Well, it's really some great stuff coming up uh, all this week. Uh, we're going to take a short break here in just a moment, but before we do, I want to thank uh, Justin, Maggie, Virginia, and Jerry, all here from the uh, MSU Into the Streets, uh, the uh, F's and uh, the SGP, the Student Greenhouse Project, uh, for, for being here. Uh, a lot of great info, a lot of great events coming up, and uh, we will take a short break, and we'll be back with more info on Green Week after this. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. For some high school students, school can be a dangerous place. A lot of gamers look at you as a game member, too. For some, just being in school can be a struggle. I wouldn't go to school. I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student, is a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to boostup.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. Boostup.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Prime where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. And we are back. Uh, this, we are talking about Green Week. That is our theme for all of this show. And you've just heard some, uh, a lot of folks, eight different folks coming in from different uh, student groups to talk all about the events that we've got going on all of this week for Green Week. Just a quick rundown in case you missed it earlier. Uh, Wednesday, uh, a blood, a Red Cross blood drive over the MSU Union. Uh, Lake Superior Room, third floor, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, also showing of uh, crude awakening the oil crash uh, at B106 Wells uh, Hall at 7.30 p.m. Thursday, uh, mountaintop removal presentation by uh, Dave Cooper uh, from the Office of Camp Sustainability at 7.30 p.m. at 147 Com Arts. Uh, Friday, concert series at the Erickson Kiva at 7 p.m. until midnight, as well as the keynote address at 7 p.m. in the 138 Chemistry. Whew, even more to go. Raw milk presentation by Mark McAfee over in, uh, let's see, the, uh, over in the uh, Crop and Soil Science Research Building. Conference room uh, that's at Mount Hope and Beaumont Road, 1.30 till 3.30 p.m. Uh, Saturday, the, the grand event, uh, 5K run walk, registration at noon, run at 1 over the auditorium field uh, on Farm Lane, and, of course, uh, the environmental fair, auditorium field, right after that, 2 to 7, and f- culminating the final event, service day with Into the Streets, gathering at the Green River, R- excuse me, Green River Cafe, 7.30 a.m. for that, uh, going to renovate some uh, nearby parks. Uh, we're going to uh, move along here. Uh, we're speaking with... Uh, a lot of different folks here. We've got uh, Philip, the project director. Quite an impressive title for, for such a, a big event like this. Uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and tell us what, uh, what your, your grand scheme is for all of this? Well, um, Green Week is about uh, reaching out and increasing public awareness about environmental issues. It's also about getting various student organizations on campus to uh, work more together and interact together. Uh, we've spent since midsummer working with the uh, Michigan Students to Sustainability Coalition to organize the Sustainability Summit. This is actually a statewide summit. Lots of uh, student groups from other campuses are coming to uh, MSU for this uh, on Friday and Saturday and then segueing into the uh, service day on Sunday. Um, As project director, I'm the project director of the Student Greenhouse Project, which is working to build a tropical valley for everybody here on campus. And we've organized this. um, The uh, real organizer for the Green Week themselves was uh, Jerry Roll, who is our special events director, and you talked with earlier. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, we, we touched upon this a little bit, the Sustainability Summit. Is this something that says that an annual thing? Is this the first first oh, run of it? This is the second annual second. one. Okay. I think they had the last one last year. Um, yeah, I think it was in Ann Arbor. Oh, so okay. It's, it's this year, ECO, uh, along with MSSC, is hosting it here at State. And now there's the keynote address on Friday for that. What what can people expect to hear about there? Um now, I'm going to do a poor job with the name. I, I did it, too, I think. So uh, <laughs> I've already set the bar fairly low, so I think you're okay. okay. Omole Saware is a, uh, a Nigerian uh, activist who is going to discuss the uh, circumstances that have occurred in his country uh, due to big oil extraction. Mm, like Shell, for example. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. yeah. So he's got uh, his um, insights into what's been going on uh, in his country, where the oil's coming from, and what some of our large uh, international but still American-based corporations are up to. So. Excellent. Now, just to give uh, folks that are listening who aren't familiar with, with the issue of Nigerian oil drilling, could just give a quick summary. I mean, it's a great issue, but uh, just maybe to help people at, understand At that what's point, going on. you're, you're going to leave my field of expertise. Oh. Um, I've gotten a little bit of, uh, um, you know, proofing from... Uh, from Brandon, but uh, he wasn't able to be here with us tonight. That's uh, Brandon Knight, the uh, main organizer for the Michigan Student Sustainability Coalition. So he's going to be I, on tomorrow night. Oh, he's going to be on the uh, City Pulse uh, hour. Oh yeah, right at the same night. time tomorrow night with right. uh, Burl Schwartz. Excellent. So that, if you want to know about MSSC. That's, That's where you get your information. Yeah. Very good. Okay, well, perfect. All right, All right. so uh, stay tuned for 24 hours, and uh, you'll be able to hear that. <laughs> uh, now, we're also joined in studio. I'm sorry I didn't get to catch your name before Jackie the break. Ward. Jackie and, and And Jackie, who are you with? I'm with Meeting in the Minds. I'm the booking coordinator. Oh, excellent. So you're also involved in getting all the, the bands in and everything Yeah, that's like that. my job, yes. Excellent. Okay, so so specifically, what would, what's your role in, in getting bands? I don't know uh, you'd mentioned <laughs> earlier, Rebecca, but... Uh, that's actually what my, I do, the, all the, the event and booking of Meeting in the Minds. Um, I've been doing it for years on the side, and she pulled me in um, for Meeting in the Minds, and um, I've been doing it for them for since they, right after they started. And so we've been working together doing that. So, so now, now we talked about meeting the minds earlier. Uh, a group that, that gets together to decide, you know, what what they're going to pour their resources into. If it's you know different social issues, environmental issues in this case. Uh, it, something else I was going to ask before uh, I didn't get a chance to. When it comes to to deciding on your issue, do you also? I mean, obviously, environment, the one you're focusing on now. Is there something? Are there things that you focus on? Uh, you know a little bit less, you know, secondary issues perhaps along the way, or is it do you just pour everything you've got into the one that, that you're working on right now? We have been, right now we're pouring our all of our resources into this, but mm -hmm. we're focusing on doing possibly a one-year anniversary um, event and other issues, looking forward to other issues that could be um, other events in the future. Um there's we've been looking into doing one on child abuse is our next um, one that mm. we're looking into um, possibly sometime this coming spring. Excellent. Wow. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've got a, yeah. a wide range of issues to yeah. choose from. So. <laughs> we do definitely. So. Not to not to slight Green Week, of course. This yeah. is definitely the the matter at hand. But uh, certainly an interesting idea for for a, a student organization. Uh, and of course, uh, I'm not sure if you're here for moral support or if you're here to uh, to join us on air. But uh, over to to Phillips Wright, uh, someone else I didn't get a chance to chat with before the uh, the break. I'm Jane. And, it's and nice to meet you. It's good to meet you as well. Uh, now, are you involved with uh, the, the, the student, project as a whole, Student Greenhouse yeah, Project? Student Greenhouse Project. Excellent. Okay. And, and yeah. what is what is your role then? Um, so far, not much. <laughs> I'm new member. Yeah, new member. Pretty ah. much. I okay. Then I can ask you this question. Then what what is it that drew you to the Student Greenhouse Project? Well, Virginia is on my same floor, and she was really excited about it. And I've known. Well, I know more members and um it just seemed really neat like uh i'm not very eloquent right now <laughs> you're but doing fine it, um i just you know it does get very cold here in the winter <laughs> and i won't be used to it so i think that something like this would be really cool Excellent. Yeah, I think we can all get behind that that sentiment. Um, now, now, Phil, getting back to the the, the idea of uh, of Green Week in in general, uh, is is this something that you're looking to to 
to raise awareness for the for the greenhouse project? Is this more for the the, the issue of the environment in general? What's sort of the the, the target goal for this this whole week? Um, the target goal is predominantly community outreach and interstudent group networking. Hmm. So that um, basically, uh, as a member of the Sierra Club and a member of MidMiAC, uh, which is the Mid Michigan Environmental uh, Action Committee, uh, I was invited to a picnic by each of these organizations at Hawk Hollow Park. <clears throat> um, the picnics were like three or four hours apart in the very same day in the very same place, hmm. but they hadn't communicated to each other so that they didn't come to share together. Yeah. And uh, this is, I mean, no criticism whatsoever, but this is a small example of a lot of what goes on. <clears throat> and there's innate problems like um, Sierra Club, the Greater Lansing um, uh, Peace Network, and our meeting for the Greenhouse Project are all on Monday nights. Uh, and all around our meeting time at 7.30. Oh. So it's not possible to be in the same place at once. Right. So one of the beauties of the future greenhouse would be a natural population of people with the affinity for a warm space and sparkling waterfalls and growing plants and, and community, and then it would be almost natural that everyone would tend to bump into each other, overlap, say, hi, how you doing, and what are you doing, mm -hmm. and then things would kind of um, hook up. And in lieu of the fact that we haven't achieved that goal yet, we felt that building the community might be a good way to proceed and then just have a building to put it in instead of, you know, um, just work toward getting the place established and then drawing the community in. Sure. So we're working from both directions. Excellent. It's a, it sounds like a great idea. I mean, definitely a way to get not just, you know, folks here in the in the area involved, but, you know, cooperation between the groups. I mean, that's mm -hmm. certainly a... Definitely a great goal as far as I'm concerned. Uh, one thing I was going to mention to you as well, Maggie was up was in here just a moment ago to talk about, uh, she's talking about sustainability and, and organic foods and things like that. And a question that I posed to her, and I'll, I'll pose it to you as well, uh, there's, just in my perception, there seems to be a, a growth of sustainable foods and local foods and organic foods here in, I don't even want to say Lansing, I mean, even beyond that. And, and my question to her and my question to you as well, what, what do you attribute that rise to? Um, well... Some of it is just uh, sort of the message soaking in over time and uh, a, a newer generation of people who are sensitive, you know, sort of coming into their own. Um, I don't know if Maggie knew this fact, but uh, in the last half a dozen years, uh, since Michigan State put its organic farm into place, um, the state has gone from, I believe, four uh, community-supported agricultural farms, which is what's called a CSA, mm -hmm. to 70. Wow. I mean, it's been just an explosion. And uh, so I, I, I just think that it's, uh, it's a time, it's a wave going through. Um, sudden spike in gas prices, you know, the question of why do we need to drag our food from, you know, beyond the horizon. California, for yeah. example, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Excellent. Now, uh, do you do you see that as more of a, a supply or demand side? Uh, de I mean, wh where is it coming? Is it from farmers saying like we need we need to do this for for our products? Is it you know consumers saying I want local foods? Where do you see more of the pull coming from? Um, well, I do think it's 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 really coming from consumers, but farmers are not unaware of this because the previous farming system has had its uh, its costs and its. Um, uh, difficulties and expenses, and it's nice to be able to turn to the community and say, you know, here I have food. Would you like some? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it does come from both directions. Excellent. And and is there an element of Green Week that that that, that plays into the sustainability uh, element? Oh well, definitely. I mean, uh, we've been working for months, and this whole uh, Green Week is uh, built around and sloped up to the Sustainability Summit. Ah. So now, now there's a sustainability summit, the uh, the keynote address on Friday. Uh, I was also looking at something else uh, sustainability related, the uh, mountaintop removal presentation. Uh, are you? Uh, do you have information on that as well? Yes, I do. Um, Brandon uh, was doing a very good job and informed Terry Link r we, way early in the process. Terry Link is the director of the Office of uh, uh, Campus Sustainability, and so uh, he organized this talk and uh, placed it on the calendar to be specifically in our week. I've met Dave Cooper before when he was giving a presentation at the Urban Options um, house in East Lansing, 
and um, he's an excellent presenter and a lot of uh, dramatic uh, photos of what's going on in Appalachia and some of the side effects of this uh, um, very negative uh, in, uh, coal mining technique. And so uh, it's, it's really been uh, very nice of, of Terry uh, to set this up. And uh, so that's the sustainability thing, is to give people more of an understanding of where their energy is coming from, how uh, perhaps public pressure needs to you know, be put into a situation for change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a good presentation. Absolutely. And that kind of reminds me as well, uh, as, as talk of alternative energies you know, come, becomes more prominent in, in the media, uh, you know, we, we hear the talk of, of, you know, ones that we talked about earlier, wind and solar, for example, things that are very, you know, eco-friendly. Uh, but then at the same time, I also see lobbying for things like coal and nuclear energy, which, you know, I, I'd assumed were, were, I'd assumed were bad for the environment. Yet all of a sudden there's the lobby for, for this, like, oh, it's an alternative energy source. And you talk about, you know, mountaintop r- uh, removal and, uh, well, it's, it's a downside as far as I'm concerned. Actually, I mean, of course, there are um, industries with money and momentum in these particular energy sources. Um, one of the good things about nuclear, this may sound convoluted, but one of the good things about nuclear was that it had a big meltdown at Three Mile Island, mm-hmm. which instantly proved to Wall Street that financially backing these sort of facilities was a bad idea because it took a crew of certified, reasonably competent um, staff at Three Mile Island to turn a $2 billion asset into a $3 billion cleanup problem in less than an hour. Wow. So Wall Street took that as a big message, and I hope that that can't be overturned by the pressure of our misguided president. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I and I... I'm struggling to find names to put to this argument, but I mean, I, I have heard people proposing nuclear as this cleaner. There's no emissions and things like. Well, maybe not no emissions based on the way you're looking at me right now, but uh, uh, certainly, you know, it, it's not it's not putting into this carbon. That, thank you, thank you. That's what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm losing the science on it. Yes, no, no carbon emissions. But is there is that a, a reasonable argument, or is that uh, just um, crazy? Well, no. There's there, there the reason it comes to the fore, mm-hmm. is because since the oil crisis in the 70s, um, the people in power have tended not to do much for wind, air, solar. And they understand, and anybody who analyzes the situation understands, that um, if we were trying to switch away from fossil fuels in an abrupt fashion, we're not going to meet those objectives mm-hmm. because we haven't put our money into those other alternatives they're not as robust yet so nuclear does fit an example of something that doesn't have carbon emissions it has on the other hand 10 million year long decay profiles and we have no good repository because the one in nevada which i forget the name of the mountain has never quite come online yet because of geological issues oh um so uh yucca mountain so in any case um It's not a good solution, but there are arguments for it because we don't have an easy course in our switchover because we haven't worked far enough downstream to make this easy. Mm -hmm. Um, That is why the eco movie on uh, Wednesday, uh, Crude Awakening, the Oil Crash, that's specifically about um, what they call uh, the oil peak production hump which no one knows if we're here, if it's 10 years out. It's, it's no more than 20 years out, and that's when we go you know, downhill in oil production, and then who knows. Excellent. Well, yeah, a lot of a lot of great issues uh, all week long, all weekend long, I should say. It's starting well. Things starting on Wednesday, going all the way through till Sunday. Uh, and of course, uh, for those of you listening, more information is available for all the schedule of events, who's involved, all that. Available at sgp.msu.edu/greenweek. Uh, more information, of course, student greenhouse project. Just forget the Green Week part and just go sgp.msu.edu for info on that. And uh, oh, we're getting one more here as well. Uh, info about uh, meeting of the minds available myspace.com slash meeting of the minds no underscores no spaces none of that just all one word on that one uh we're going to wrap things up here in just a moment but i do want to mention uh for those of you listening if you missed any of what's been going on here all show long seven until eight uh this is of course available uh, by podcast on our website impact 89 fm.org just uh go up to the uh exposure link go ahead and uh, check out all the shows that we've got for uh, more information on what we've been talking about all night here 
Uh, I just want to go around the room. Thank everybody for being here. Uh, we've been represented by groups. Uh, we've ha- excuse me. We've we've represented groups from the Student Greenhouse Project, MSU Into the Streets, uh, F's, as well as uh, Students for Economic Justice, uh, Meeting of the Minds, uh, Eco. The list goes on. And of course, the All of Green Week presented by the Residence Hall uh, Association, Kinkos, Fortress, Woody's Oasis, Coldstone, Cozy, Curious Books. Uh, Potbelly, Green River Cafe, and Underground Printing. Again, everybody, thanks for joining us. And uh, we're going to switch things over here to the Progressive Torch and Twang, one of the best shows we've got here in the Impact, in my uh, personal opinion. Uh, but again, thanks for listening, and we'll be back, as always, Tuesday, 7 p.m. here on the Impact. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.